Thank you for joining me here at St. Joseph's in Hartlepool. I hope that uh, you've had a good week and we come together this evening now in prayer, a prayer that will be available to you over this weekend. We're celebrating the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time and a Day for Life. After more than three months of Lent and Easter, we return today to Sundays in Ordinary Time. We'll be hearing from the Gospel of Matthew for the rest of the year and with the first reading intended to prepare us in some way for today's Gospel. The next few Sundays focus on what it's like to be a disciple. So let's pray to have our hearts opened for what the Lord is telling us even in these difficult days. And so coming together for this time of prayer, let's just begin by looking to the Lord for his mercy and love. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, you send us the Spirit of truth to be our helper and guide. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you died and rose again to bring new life to your people. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the giver of every good gift. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name, for you never deprive us of your guidance. We who have set you have set firm on the foundation of your love. And this we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. And we read in the, from the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, I hear so many disparaging me, terror from every side. But the Lord is at my side, a mighty hero. My opponents will stumble, masters confounded by their failure. But you, O Lord of hosts, you who probe with justice, who scrutinize the loins of the heart, let me see the vengeance you will take on them. For I have committed my cause to you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the souls of the needy from the hands of evil people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We read in the Psalm 68, This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favour. In your great love answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion turn towards me. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy, and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all living creatures. In your great love, answer me, O God. Alleluia, alleluia. The Word was made flesh and lived among us. To all who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus instructed the twelve as follows. Do not be afraid, for everything that is now covered will be uncovered, and everything now hidden will be made clear. 
For I say to you in the dark, tell in the daylight, what you hear in whispers proclaim from the housetops. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Fear him who rather who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Can you not buy two sparrows for a penny, and yet not one falls to the ground without your father knowing? Why, every head, hair on your head has been counted, so there is no need to be afraid. You are worth more than hundreds of sparrows. So, if anyone declares themselves for me in the presence of men, I will declare myself for them in the presence of my Father in heaven. But the one who disowns me in the presence of men, I will disown in the presence of my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The other day, uh, well, perhaps about a week ago, I managed to watch a detective miniseries set in Vienna. And I managed to see it right from the beginning to the end, which is not always what I manage when it comes to a serial. I had originally, I think about Christmas time, seen the last episode of it, and only part of that, to be truthful. And of course, I couldn't make the head and the tail of it, but I thought, this looks really interesting. So recently, being able to see it from beginning to end, I was able to make real sense of it all, and really enjoyed it. Well, today we take up ordinary time, Sundays again, the green ones, and the Gospel of Matthew. But it's a month since we months since we have heard uh, it last, and it's difficult to pick up in some ways where we left off. Today, for instance, it's important to understand that what goes before, Jesus sends out his twelve apostles. The words for the harvest is rich, but the labourers are few, and his instructions to them are challenging. And what lies ahead for them seems very daunting, and no doubt the apostles felt somewhat overwhelmed. So we now see Jesus in our gospel today, reassuring them, do not be afraid. Told that they are worth more than sparrows, the apostles must also face opposition that will inevitably come, and that that opposition, we're told, might even be quite violent. And they might find themselves echoing the words of the prophet Jeremiah in that first reading, terror on every side. But like him, having committed their cause to the Lord, they rest assured in the knowledge that the Lord is on their side, and it is their opponents who will stumble and fail. So they're called to have courage and trust in the Lord, and and uncover and make clear and proclaim from the housetops and declare themselves for Jesus. As we emerge out of this lockdown into the unsure waters of social distancing, donning our face masks and crossing our thresholds into the now more dangerous world, we need the Lord to reassure us and tell us, do not be afraid. In a world that is struggling, afraid and lacking confidence in body and soul, we declare ourselves for the Lord, not in whispers or out of sight or under cover, but openly and courageously. We do not apologize for our faith, and we are never ashamed of the hope to which we are called. The world is waiting to hear the good news through us. What lies before us is not easy. 
Opening St. Joseph's Church is the first step in a process of one priest and one church, which is the reality of our situation at the moment and for the foreseeable future, and all of us working together for the common good, leaving old rivalries and judgments behind, and truly becoming the one parish of Holy Family, having now passed the fifth anniversary of our inauguration in 2015. We have begun ordinary time again, taking up where we left off earlier in the year, and at the same time we will have to take up the process we began when Father Nick left us for his new appointment in Crook. Our new Mass schedule only happened once. We'll need to return to the challenges that it presented with a further consultation as to our future life. This crisis has given us all time to think and re-evaluate how best we go ahead, as will so many parishes and pastoral areas in the diocese. But we will not emerge out of this as we went in. The church, like the world, will be very different as we come out of lockdown. There are losses and there are gains. We are tested, but this is also a grace and an opportunity. So there is no need to be afraid. You are worth more than hundreds of sparrows. So let us pray. We call to mind our needs, assured that God knows and cares for us and every single detail of our life. And so we pray for the community of the church that we may have the confidence to proclaim the good news from the housetops. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us world leaders, that they may value the lives of all those who have been entrusted to them, especially the poorest and most vulnerable. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And for fathers and those who have been like fathers to us, and for those who mourn fathers who have died in the past year, as we celebrate today this Father's Day. Lord, hear us. And we celebrate today this day of life valuing life in all its aspects, from the cradle to the grave, and recommitting ourselves to protect all human life. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And we ask Mary, our mother, to be with us in our prayers. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. O God, gen generous God, you lavish your love on us at this table and in our lives. Give us grateful hearts and courage and strength to be there for one another and the world around us. And this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. And together we join in praying in the words that Jesus our Saviour gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. May the Lord bless us, may he keep us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. And may Almighty God bless us all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
And just to remind you that we are uh, continuing to have our Mass streamed on Sundays and on Wednesdays. And our church now will be open as well. This weekend we open St. Joseph's Church on Sundays at 11 o'clock to 12.30 and from 4 to 5.30 and on Wednesdays 2.30 to 4 p.m. And I'm very grateful to the volunteers who have cleaned and prepared the church today and for those who have volunteered to act as stewards. It's been a great response, but there is always room for more volunteers. And so you can ring in on 272985 if you would like to volunteer to help at any of these times. And if we get enough volunteers, then perhaps we'll be able to start extending the time that our church is also open. Can I also thank everybody for bringing in your envelopes and cheques or sending them by post. I'm impressed by the great generosity and sense of responsibility many of you had in thinking of your parish even in these difficult times. And as we care for each other, please let people know of this basic telephone service which calls us to prayer. Let other people know that they can ring 450-388 and join in the prayer. And also we have our paper newsletter, which is available at, from the back porch of the house on Saturdays from 10.30 to 12 noon and on Sundays at the back of church when we are open. If you would like one delivered because you can't get out, then please give us a ring again on the parish number 272-985 and we'll arrange for somebody to drop you off a newsletter. Also to say that we continue to pray for all those who are included in our Mass intentions this week, for all those whose anniversaries occur at this time, and also uh, for all those who have died in recent days, including our prayers for Elizabeth Parker, Monsignor James Cassins and Grace Mary Windsor, whose funerals will be taking place in the coming days. May eternal rest be granted unto them and let perpetual light shine upon them and may their families and friends who mourn their loss be given the support of our prayers. And finally, again, we pray for everyone affected by coronavirus, that God the Father may grant health to the sick, strength to, the, to doctors and nurses and all who put their lives at risk on our behalf, and comfort to families who have lost loved ones, and salvation to those who have died. And may the peace of the Lord be with you always, as you live your life during this coming week. May you know his love, his support and his presence. Amen. <laughs>